Welcome, one and all. What is up? This is Soft, Medium, Hard with Rylan. I'm Jason. And we got a spicy, spicy episode for you today. We are rating and ranking the 2022 F1 liveries. As you all know, all 10 cars have now been released to the world. We were just waiting on freaking Alfa Romeo to release a livery. And now that they have, we can finally talk about all 10 cars. Jason and I have both given them a rating out of 10. And we've also ranked them from 10 down to number one. And I can't wait to get into that. But first, we do have a couple of important matters to discuss. And they are almost too important not to mention or acknowledge. Exactly. Yeah. So first point of business, I think it's only right to acknowledge the situation going on in Europe, you know, with Russia and the Ukraine. It's just unfortunate that we have to live through this to witness it, even if we're not there, to know that stuff like this is still happening in the world in 2022. To see that it's going on right now, it's a little unnerving. It's a lot of unnerving. It is, yeah. And it's just, like I said, it's just unfortunate that we have to say that we are kind of going mm-hmm. through this. So we're kind of almost witnessing this, you know, as it's We happening. are. It's because of the accessibility we have with media and the news and the internet now where it's terrible. Like people are in the Ukraine live streaming all of this and we are kind of seeing what's happening almost in real time. And it is so saddening. Like, <sighs> is it so much to ask for you know, people just live in harmony and not kill and invade other countries and shit. Like, come on. Exactly. As you can tell, we both stand with Ukraine and... Oh, for sure. There's no doubt that this is just absolute bullshit. And yeah, I don't have much to say, except this is terrible. I just hope it doesn't escalate further. I'm looking at the news almost every day at this point and... It just keeps going on and on, and we're praying that it doesn't escalate. Um, I just want the situation to get better. Of course, and, yeah. Oh, is it so much to ask for any form of kindness and decency? It isn't that much to ask for. It doesn't come at too much of a cost. It, it, it shouldn't be exactly hard to ask for. Even if it isn't affecting us directly, it is affecting the world, and we are all citizens of the world. So we got to stand in solidarity. Exactly, yeah. And I got to say, our hearts are definitely with the brave people who are still in the Ukraine, still fighting every day. Absolutely. And then our second matter that we want to discuss is more F1-centric, and it's not as heavy. We're talking about former F1 race director Michael Massey being dethroned. We don't know what his role will be in the Formula One paddock, but as of now, it's not race director anymore. And I feel like they did make the right choice, especially given everything that he did. Of course, none of it was easy. Like he had big, big shoes to fill after he took over when Charlie Whiting passed away in 2019, right before the 2019 season. And since then, um, I think Michael Massey is, was promoted to that spot of race director. And, you know, he did it for about three years. Yeah, pretty much three years. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a lot of pressure to be put under, especially as you're just thrust into this important role. And, you know, for the most part, he did well at his job. Of course, there were a couple of questionable 
calls that he made in 2019 and 2020, actually more in 2020 than anything. But last season in 2021, it was almost appalling. Like he did too much not to be recognized and, you know, scrutinized. Obviously the one Mm -hmm. big, big thing that comes to mind is what happened in Abu Dhabi that basically decided an outcome of a championship and a race. That's not something you want your race director to have power over. Exactly. He was under so much influence from, you know, many of the teams. No power like that should be given to just one person. And he had Mm -hmm. so much influence from the teams and everything. Honestly, I'm impressed with the FAA's decision Mm -hmm. to split the duties, essentially, between these two guys. Right. Now they're splitting the duties between Eduardo Freitas and Niels Wittich. Which is mm-hmm. from like DTM and Freitas is from WEC. So they still have high racing pedigree. So exactly. they have that mindset, which is great. There's nothing much to say. You know, Massey made too many some massive errors, <laughs> questionable calls, some that were downright terrible, in my opinion. I think it was the best move from the FIA to denounce him as race director. Well, we have two new faces as the race directors. Let's see how that pans out over the season. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. But now we will get into what everybody's here to listen to. What we think about the new F1 cars. Well, from each team specifically. And well, first off, they all look so hot. Oh, yeah. They look so sexy with the curves. And oh, my God. Going from soft to hard right away. (laughs) yes 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 we are we're going from soft to hard but yeah we're gonna get right into it because we're gonna have some disagreements we're gonna argue and i cannot wait to hear what you have to say so jason Mm -hmm. without further ado take us into your number 10 pick right so my number 10 is and i believe this is everyone's number 10 is us Mm, okay and I just got to say, even though it's not my favorite livery out there, props to them for taking off the colors of the flag. Yeah. And, well, and all the Ural Cali branding. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's almost like a blank canvas. Well, now it is because it's just white. Now it is. Yeah, that's true. Okay. See, that's interesting because you said most people's number 10s would be Haas. Mine isn't. No. Okay. Wait, what did you rate? your Haas livery? I just gave it a two, to be honest. A two? Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah, you said most of our number 10s would be Haas. Mine wasn't. Mine was actually Alpine No. at number 10. Then I gave it a four out of 10. That Alpine with the blue and the pink, it just looks off, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't see it. I could not see it happening. It, it's confusing. It's just off. And I, I don't know. I couldn't get behind it. The one that they released after, which was the all pink livery that they're going to run in the first two races, that looked infinitely better, but still not as good as some of these on the list. But I'm not going to talk about that one because they're only running that for two races out of 23. Guess what? The majority of them, 21 races to be exact, are being run with this terrible blue and pink. Like if it was a different shade of blue, I would give it a higher score. Mm-hmm. If it was a different shade of pink with this blue, I would give it a higher score. 
but just the two of them together just don't seem right. That is, yeah, I, I do get that. Yeah. But moving on to your number nine. Which I really think was just one tiny step above Haas. Mm-hmm. Afatari. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa, okay, this is going to be interesting. Because see, I, I, I kind of said that Haas was like a blank canvas. Yeah. Afatari is kind of a blank canvas with a little paint thrown on it accidentally. Yeah, and I, I just, I honestly, I gave it a score of three. That is upsetting because I lo- I really like the Alpha Tower, man. Oh. Damn. Yeah, it just wasn't working for me, to be honest. Wow. You're, wait, <laughs> you're going to be upset with where I put Alpha Tower on my list. Well, now, see, this is this is purely based on live release. So amaze me some other way. See, this is interesting because my number nine is Haas, and it's a five out of ten. I only put Haas above Alpine this time because they took off their right. you're all Cali um sponsorship right now it's plain it's white it's like it looks good but at the end of the day it's still just a white car with red lettering yeah it kind of goes back to um when they had like their 2017 car i think it was with the gray red and black that looked cool mm-hmm. this one of course was the worst of the bunch with the red and blue on it but now that that's off They've kind of gone back. I mean, it just looks more like an earlier Haas, which I like. And we'll move on to number eight, which I think I might have messed this up. But actually, you know what? No, I don't. I'm going to stick by my... I'm going to stand by my choices. But we'll start off with you. What is your number eight? So you touched on this, Alpine. And I, I, I went just one over... AlphaTauri, I, I went with a 4 out of 10. Now, I'm very partial to blue, right? And I really enjoy, I, I really like the shade of blue that they've got on. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't mind a pink car. I'll be honest, yeah. I, I didn't mind Force India's car. It was, it looked really good. Yeah. But pink and blue, I mean, they just, they just don't go. That's the thing, that's what I'm saying. That shade of pink with mm-hmm. that shade of blue does not match. At all. No. Yeah, no, you're right. I Like I said, Alpine was my lowest one because it just <laughs> confused. But my number eight, and this might come as a kind of a shock, is Mercedes. Get out of here. It is the Mercedes. And it's... Why? First off, they went back to the silver, right? You know, they went back to their silver and turquoise, which mm-hmm. back when, you know, 2015, 2016 onwards, it looked great, but... Like when they rolled out with the black and the turquoise in 2020, I was absolutely mesmerized. And the backtrack to the silver, which just doesn't look that great on track, to be honest, mm-hmm. it just didn't do it much for me. And like with the added amount of red on it now, the red really clashes with the turquoise and I don't like it as much. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I do love the little Mercedes logo homage and Nicky Lauda that they put on the side, but just that whole, you know, part being red, I cannot get behind. That red part, if they had made that black, mm-hmm. it would have looked so much better. But that's not even the only part where they have the red in. They have it on 
like on the inside of their rear wing and in a couple of the spots too. Again, it just looks off for a Mercedes. It doesn't look as sleek. Because like when you look at the previous Mercedes cars and stuff, it they look sleek. Of course, 2020 and 2021 had the red on there as well. Yeah. But with the black, it kind of worked. With the silver, it doesn't. See, this is, this is the thing, yeah. I, I really enjoyed the black when it came in. Yeah. But to me, silver R was always going to be silver. Well, yeah, but like... I, yeah, I get the... Yeah, I get the combination doesn't work with this, yeah. Yeah, and it's not even that. Like, after you knock it out of the park for the past couple of years with the black livery, you yeah. can't just go back to silver, like, without anyone criticizing it. Oh, for sure. And they still have black race suits. I don't get that. I, I, I really didn't get that. Yeah, like, it's super weird. But, I mean, I digress. It is going to be a number eight. It is a Mercedes. It's a six out of ten on my scale that's not bad yeah it's you know average yeah it's pretty average that's that's pretty much it we'll go on to your number seven right well this is where we're getting into like a whole conglomerated mess because yeah the midfield like you know this midfield out of 10 is just i don't know it's a whole mess it's i mean at least from my end it's really really nitpicky things that separates one from the other it really is yeah like, in my case, it was a close fight for the top. Just just got to put that in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, me too. Like, for the top two. And you're yeah. going to find that out soon. For sure. But we'll move on to your number seven for now. So number seven was the very last one to come out, Alfa Romeo. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they kind of built it up a little too much. They did. I will say they did hype it up by, you know, breaking the norm and going out with the special testing livery that they had exactly they thought they were being the cool kids you know (laughs) i have alpha higher on my list but i want to know why you have it in number seven and what's your score for it right so i gave it a score of five okay right down the middle yeah i just i it just it just wasn't doing it for me i'll be honest like i would have preferred last year's livery on this car interesting there's a little too much red going on here okay mm-hmm. okay okay yeah what about you so my number seven and i think this is justified or i'm gonna justify it it's red bull oh wait shoot i might have mixed up my seven and six Ooh. okay no you know what i'm gonna switch that my <laughs> number seven is not red bull it's not red bull interesting it's mclaren oh and I'm giving it a 6.5 because don't get me wrong. I love the color scheme, mm-hmm. like the light blue with the orange, the black and everything. It looks cool and it sounds cool in theory, but they did not play to the curvature and the actual shape of the car. Right. Cause they have all these like jagged edge, like, you know, all these like yeah, yeah. angled edges and stuff on it. And you really didn't need to do that when the shape of the car could do that for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the color scheme I love, but just the execution and the actual placing of the colors and how they interacted with each other and with the shape of the car was confusing. Yeah. It's like they took what they learned from like 2020 and 2021 because those cars were way boxier and like they were more angled and they took that and just repeated it for 2022. Mm-hmm. But it didn't work. <laughs> like it didn't work to its desired effect. If they had 
rounded off those edges a little more and actually played to the shape of the car, that livery could be an absolute winner. And I also think they should have stuck with the darker blue. Yeah. The darker blue would have been so much nicer. The one they had last year. Uh-huh. That looked so hot. And if they had stuck with that, that car could be a winner in my book. But yeah, that is my number seven. It is officially my number seven. <laughs> I, will, I need to switch that on my notes. But we'll go on to your number six now. We're like almost right in the middle at this point. Take it away. So we're getting up to the real spicy ones. And mm-hmm. I got to say from here on, Till about third or fourth one. It's about a hodgepodge of shit. It, yeah. it is, yeah. And it's all blue for me. So, like, get this, right? I'm very partial to blue. But it's the different shades. Uh, I can tell. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, but, yeah, it's the different shades. And the one that works for me the least is Williams. Oh. Which is why which is why it's a number six over here. It's a number six? Yeah. Okay, okay. They did fairly well with it. I'll give it to them. Yeah. But I'd only give them a six for this one interesting yeah it's just i don't know what they were going for i i I would have preferred a little more of last year's livery into it maybe i just like last year's cars (laughs) that's very interesting but yeah i mean a little more white they could have done with a little more white i guess yeah and i'm contradicting myself because i didn't like plain white cars from lower down the list but anyway this is too much blue it's like overkill okay Mm -hmm. interesting yeah well, my number six is the new spot for where I'm putting Red Bull with a 6.9 out of 10. Interesting. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, Red Bull is going into my number six spot and it's because it's the same old, it's mm-hmm. the same old crap. We've seen this livery forever and ever. They've gone with like the darker blue with the highlighted yellow and red accents and stuff. They've done that since I want to say like 2015 or 2016. Mm-hmm. I think 2014 is the last time they did like a glossy finish on their cars. Right. Yeah. With that sort of purple effect. To it. Yeah. Yeah. But this time, I mean, it's the same old stuff. It is effective. It just looks like a great car. I feel like the colors this time accent the car a little more and it looks cool. Their side pod design was freaking insane. Like when we saw that during testing, I was baffled. I was like, oh my God, Adrian Newey, are you a genius again? <laughs> Did you actually crack the code on these cars? Like, I can't give it a higher score than six. Well, I can't give it a higher ranking than sixth mm-hmm. because it is the same old stuff. And there are teams that went out of their freaking way to do something crazy. And for some of them, it really, really worked. But yeah, I think, you know, right along the midfield, it has to be Red Bull there at number six for me. Yeah, I get that. I mean, it's sort of like they stuck with what worked. Yeah. They're playing it safe. They're like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Yeah. This time, I mean, they did go, they did tweak it a little bit and it looks nicer. Like I said, it Mm -hmm. accentuates the car better. But at the end of the day, it's still the same color scheme, still the same execution almost. That's true. And yeah, moving on, we're into the top five now. So it's going to ramp up from here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I'm ready to pull my gloves out and fight. <laughs> what is your number five? Right. So going on with the blue, although with a slightly unusual shade of blue, mm-hmm. it's McLaren. Huh. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. It's It kind of clashes. Their color scheme. Yeah, it does. It really clashes. I mean, when I saw that bare sheet of orange on their car during testing, mm-hmm. it just looked... Uh, Honestly, if I hadn't seen it with, with the sponsors and everything on it, it would have gone way down my list. 
Oh yeah. 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 The sponsors add a little bit to it. The all black sponsoring. For sure. For sure. It adds to it, but at the same time, it's just like I said, it's confusing. It's a little bit out there. They went with a different strategy. Yeah. Didn't work the way they hoped. Exactly. They tried. So hats mm-hmm. off to them. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna give them a seven, to be honest. Nice. Where does all where right. do you stand on this? Well, you already heard my thoughts about McLaren. Oh yeah, yeah. But my number five is Alfa Romeo. Understandable. I put it up higher mm-hmm. because well, and I gave it a seven point three. See, you weren't a big fan of the red. You said it wasn't doing it for you as much, mm-hmm. and it was doing it for me. Oh. I like the red and the white paired together. I love the little curse of Alfa Romeo. Mm-hmm. This big cursive Alfa Romeo logo, like the retro logo on the side. And it looks, well, that's the key word. It's retro. It looks old school, but done well. That, that is, yeah, I'll give you that. There's, a, there's another team that does old school really well. They're <laughs> higher on my list. But this one with the red and the white, mm-hmm. it looks so hot. And I love it. I mean, that being said, it is still number five. Yeah, but it's respectable. But it's because the next four cars on my list went above and beyond, at least in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think I see where you're going with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming you know where my top two lies. You are going to be upset with my four and three because there are only two of those teams that I haven't talked about yet. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have a good feeling we've got the same first and second. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. But moving on, we'll go to number four. And we're getting closer to the podium right now. (laughs) What is your number four? Take it away. Right. So this team just misses out on that podium. Red Bull, unfortunately. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Um, my God. So, oh, I know who your number three is. (laughs) You you really should. Okay. But go on. Yeah. But go on. Red Bull. Yeah. So this is is the end of my blues. Of course. This is, I mean, you, you know what's coming next. But they did well. Mainly because they did well the last couple of years with this livery. Yeah, it's worked for them. So, yeah, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen them gone back to a little bit of purple, have a little purple hue in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, from the, the Vettel years. Yeah. But it is what it is. And overall, it's fairly decent. I mean, I'd give it seven and a half. Yeah, makes sense. Very respectable. Imagine if they went 2017 Toro Rosso colors. Ooh. Like to match their cans, that would be freaking wild. They wouldn't be on fourth. Yeah, because Alpha Tower is not going to do that because they're, you know, backed by a clothing brand now, even though they're the, the Red Bull B team. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to do that because their main thing is the blue and white, like the navy blue and white. Mm-hmm. Red Bull, why not do that? They, you know? they really could. They really could. They really could. Uh-huh. That would be insane. <laughs> now I want to hear about your four. Okay, my four, and of course you touched on this, my four belongs to Williams. Huh. And it's because of that shade of blue. I did not like last year's car, last year's livery. That fell so flat for me last year with the different design they did on the blue and everything. I don't know, it was just off for me. It didn't do it for me. This year though, and part of this, like part of them being number four for me is because they went with like almost a radically new design they do have like a couple of accents of red in there not as much as the mercedes but they still have a couple of accents of red in there but with the shade of boots they have going it works 
I will say that. This might just be me being an idiot, but I don't know. It just does. It just like, I can't explain it. Like it, it's inexplicable. It's a feeling. Yeah, but it works, you know? <laughs> I, I will say that shade, that deep, rich shade of blue. Yeah. That. Oh my God. Yeah. I'll give them that. I mean, I guess I agree with you. They could have done with like a touch more white. Just to break it up here and there. Yeah. If they threw like white lines in there that accentuated the car's shape, like the car's figure, that would have been so hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thing is though, if they did that, they wouldn't. They might have had to get rid of the red. I'm assuming it was probably a trade-off between the white or the red, like the little bit of red that they had on there. Yeah, now that you mention it, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. The red is out of left field enough that it works. Like if it was if it was the white, they'd be going back to the same old stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's why part of my it's an eight out of ten. I didn't mention the score, but it's an oh, eight oh. for Williams. And part of that is because of their radical new direction <laughs> in terms of this livery. Wow, you're really high up there eight at an eight already. <laughs> yeah, we're already at. Yeah, we're coming up to. We finish off seven out of ten cars. We are up to the podium places. Ooh. We're up to the podium places. Now, this is going to be exciting because I know what your number three is. I already know what your number three is because mm-hmm. I know where your top two are. I don't know where you put them, but I know what your top two are. So tell the rest of the world what your number three is. The silverest of the silver arrows, Mercedes. And I'll be honest, the one reason why I put them up here was because they went back to silver. Interesting. Interesting. That's what got me into... As much as I'm not a fan of the team, I appreciated the silver. I like the black. It was really nice when they came in, in 2020. Mm-hmm. But then it just kind of dragged itself along. See, I'm like, I'm a fan of the team. Not much of, not so much of a fan of the domination of the team. True. Yeah. You know, that's the only reason why I don't like Mercedes. <laughs> like, that's the only reason. If they didn't do that well, I'd like them. Back in 2010 to 2013, mm-hmm. Mercedes was cool. Exactly, yeah. Because they were kind of a mid-level team. Well, you had your top three teams that year. It was like, well, in those years, was Red Bull, Ferrari, McLaren. Yeah. And Mercedes was pretty much down there in fourth. They were kind of fourth best team. Sure. Like, Force India got a few things in there. But, like, Mercedes was, like, at least back in 2013 as well. Mm-hmm. They actually made their way up in 2013. Like, I loved the black just because of how much it accentuated the other colors on that mm-hmm. car. And I don't know, going back to the silver, like, if it was a more, if it was a shinier silver, right? I'd be, I'd put it way higher. But the difference between the renders of it and what it looked like during the launch and what it looked like on track. Mm-hmm was almost night and day that's true it fell a little flat exactly and that's why i couldn't put it as high i couldn't put it higher than eighth oh man and here i am on the podium <laughs> right and so they get wow wow you have a mercedes on the podium Shush, don't tell my relatives this. don't tell my dad this <laughs> guess what they're all gonna listen to this and be like jason oh, crap. they're gonna disown you man oh they're going to disown you toto I'm right here. Yeah, Toto, forget George. You got your number two driver right here. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to give them a good eight. All right. All right. All a right. respectable eight. Yeah. Ooh, you're going to get upset now. 
<laughs> my number three has to be Alpha Tauri. We've almost flipped this around. It's Alpha Tauri with an 8.6 out of 10. And it's because, yes, they pulled the Uno reverse card and just, you know, switched where the blue, like their navy blue and white is on the car. But ever since Alpha Tauri came into the sport with the blue and white, this was back in 2020 mm-hmm. as well. They came in with that blue and white and it looked beautiful back then. I'll agree. When it first came out, it was... When it first did. I mean, the renders that I looked at this season of their 2022 car, it looked like blue and gray, which, mm-hmm. you know, it was just meh. But when I saw it on track, I still saw it on track and it was, it looked great. It looks so hot. I love it. It look. I mean, yes, it does look gray in some parts, but like, honestly, like the lines, the detailing and the like, trim and stuff it looks great it matches the curvature of the car like if you look at the side mm-hmm. the way the alpha tauri logo kind of yeah, moves sort of, up yeah yeah it looks so sick the only thing i will criticize is that flexbox mm-hmm. it's the flexbox logo like the flexbox sponsor on their um right on the end plate yeah on their end plate of their front wing Mm-hmm. like that doesn't do it for me it's like the orange takes away from the blue but other than that it looks sleek it looks sexy it looks incredible agree to disagree man <laughs> <laughs> agree to disagree i want you to argue with me uh i don't know it, it's i i will say that like you mentioned they played to the lines of the car very well to the curves yeah. of the car oh yeah but it's almost like they were playing it too safe well, they pulled a Red Bull. It just works better than the Red Bull does. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I guess that's what it is. Like, to me, the Red Bull was always a step ahead in terms of livery. That's true. Right, right. So it just kind of stayed there. Wait, one thing we didn't talk about, though, was mm-hmm. the whole Red Bull Oracle deal. <laughs> because their car, because they usually had Red Bull on the side yeah. of it. Now they have Oracle. And they have it on the rear wing and everything. And it looks crazy. <laughs> the amount of sponsorship that Oracle's put into that team at this point is bonkers. <laughs> and they and they have like another crypto cryptocurrency deal that they went, like that they signed oh. and stuff, which was like they signed basically the two biggest deals that F1 has ever seen. Really? Yeah, the Oracle deal was like a hundred mil. You'd think that's insane. And then they signed the cryptocurrency deal or whatever with whoever they signed with for 150. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that's ridiculous. Those are just insane numbers. Yeah, but it doesn't freaking matter because all the teams have a cost cap. <laughs> so what the hell are they doing with that money? <laughs> what I want to know right now is how much are they paying Max? How much? How big are those pockets, man? <laughs> I swear. Like, how much does Max have to take away from the sport until he's had enough? He took, he got a Red Bull seat. He replaced someone at Red Bull. Mm-hmm. And then stole that driver's girlfriend. That, yeah, I felt like that was just, just robbing it yeah. in his face. Which, which wasn't talked about as much. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't play it off as like this big scandal thing. Of course it wasn't, but like... Holy shit, that is bigger news than what they did. They played that shit down. 
and now Red Bull has the freaking biggest deals in F1 history. And you know some of that money is going to max because... Oh, 100%. Not a lot of it can go into the car. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Just imagine one our age, someone who's like around our age bringing in this type of money. Yeah. It's either a lot of it's going to max and Checo and like keeping them happy and stuff, or Red Bull financially screwed themselves last season because they put so much <laughs> effort into winning the driver's championship that they almost went broke and had to sign these deals to keep them afloat. Honestly, I could see it going either way. <laughs> it could it could be any one of those two reasons. It could be a brand new reason for all I know. But I digress because that is not what we're here to talk about. We are at our top two. Oh, at our top two. This is this is oh. well. Take it off. We know who this is. This is a showdown. This is an absolute stalemate. But Jason, who is your number two? It's the green team. It is Aston Martin. Nice. I gotta say, I th- there's one thing that I tell everyone who cares to listen mm-hmm. is that Aston Martin and green are synonymous. Yeah. I mean, you can if you're gonna get an it's it's like having a red Ferrari or a yellow Lamborghini. You gotta have a green Aston. Oh yeah, absolutely. That British racing green is all right yeah. synonymous with Aston Martin. It is exactly. And this shade really works on this car. Mm-hmm. I gotta say. Oh yeah, it does. It looks so beautiful. <laughs> and I like those little lime green accents. Yeah, well, that's from their AM. That's from their like actual racing pedigree. Yeah, you know, like yeah. from their other motorsport things that compete in stuff right yeah their logo is in the lines in like the volt green and then they have the mm-hmm. lines the lines accentuate the car perfectly oh 100% 100% and I gotta say okay I'm going a little off track here with the livery thing but just because Seb is there I have a little little extra partial so he kind of get, he, he gives them an extra point so they go up <laughs> straight to a 10 over here there are the 10 yeah nice 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 that's all you know okay so let me just preface this by saying my top two Mm -hmm. were separated by 0.2 of a point and coming in second with a 9.8 out of 10 it's the team for manarello it's ferrari (gasps) it's ferrari it's ferrari and i'm not only going to talk about the livery i love delivery the red and black is perfect they knocked it out of the freaking park this time mm-hmm. last year's car was an abomination to say the <laughs> least and this year they absolutely killed it they killed it 100 the red and black looks beautiful the side their new side pods with the gills and like the little curve like it looks sexy it looks beautiful it looks like what a ferrari should be 100 percent, yeah color scheme just color scheme wise Mm -hmm. it looks like what a ferrari should be they did the retro thing yeah right they went back to like the red and black that some previous cars had and it looks super sleek with this new design they didn't do much with the lines obviously because it's all red it's all but you can't blame them for that because the red works They're, they're ferrari they're gonna get away with it like like what you said with the British racing green and Aston Martin red is synonymous with Ferrari. Like you cannot oh, yeah. think Ferrari without thinking red. 
there's literally a color called Ferrari red. And there's a good reason for that. They did it right. Doesn't mean they're number one, but they did it right. Gotta say, I'm a little disappointed. Well, that's what I do. I disappoint you. That is true. Yeah. yeah. We're on here and I'm disappointing you. It's just another Sunday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Our friendship in a nutshell. <laughs> this, this is what Basically. it is. <laughs> but I guess your winner of the 2022 delivery rankings. Well, the team you just spoke about, good old Ferrari. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest here. Even if they had like a really bright shade of red, a really gaudy shade of red, my heart still says Ferrari. Of course it does. Of course it does. No matter what accents they gave the car, no matter, even if the body itself was ugly, which thankfully it is. Thank looks God cool. it isn't. Oh my gosh, I would have been so upset. But yeah, I mean, it's, I, I got to go with my heart mm-hmm. in this one. And if I could, I'll go for like an 11 out of 10, but I'm going to give them a 10. It's the highest I could go. I'm sorry, Ferrari. So you tied your number two and one. Yeah. But the Ferrari, but, but your heart says Ferrari. Yeah. A Ferrari takes it <laughs> any day of the year. Interesting. Well, of course, you can guess what my number one is. Mm-hmm. It is the magical British racing green of Aston Martin <laughs> with those little volt green accents and the logo on the side. It looks so hot. <laughs> like what they did last year with the Aston Martin livery fell flat because it almost looked like it was black. Yeah, it was too dark. Yeah, on track, on like under the sun and stuff, it just looked too dark. But mm-hmm. like Ferrari, they knocked it out of the freaking park. The gills on the side that they have and, you know, the bolt green accents, mm-hmm. they're just simple lines, but they make the car look so much better. <laughs> so much better. I will say, if we're talking about differences compared to last year's liveries, they would take the cake? Actually, no. Ferrari, I, if we're talking about that, Ferrari would take the cake because that was just hideous. Ferrari's car last year Fair enough. with the, the actual fluorescent green Mission Winnow sign, like the logo, <laughs> and the red going into the burgundy, whatever, was absolute, mm-hmm. was a shit show, if we're being quite honest. Yeah, now that you like, mentioned it. Yeah. Like the Aston Martin, like they did the, because they were sponsored by BWT, they did the green with like accents of pink. But at least they stuck stuck to one color throughout last year. <laughs> they didn't they didn't like they didn't have like an ombre thing into the into another color entirely. <laughs> it's almost like they ran out halfway through. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Ferrari started coloring in the back and just ran out of marker space <laughs> during like next to the front. And they were like, oh my god, we need to like offset this lime green. It's like fluorescent green. Well, it kind of worked. It took everyone's attention off the front. <laughs> yeah, but they did there. so bad. Like, remember, oh my God. Okay, wait, wait. Remember the 2020 Ferrari that they, like the thousand race Ferrari right, in, yeah. um, in Mugello? That burgundy, like that was burgundy all the way through with like the little yellow accent for the thousand. Yeah. That looked so hot. It also did. Yeah. It really did. It worked well. For oh, me. yeah. And it was shiny enough where it actually shone yeah. under the sun and stuff. So it didn't look black like the Aston did last year. We're getting way off track. But yes, <sighs> the Aston Martin is the best of the bunch. It is the cream of the crop in terms of liveries this year. I think Ferrari takes a cake in terms of car shape and car design. Oh, yeah. And based on what we've seen from testing, 
there were some interesting results. Interesting results. Favorable for us. Oh, yeah. But interesting yeah. results nonetheless. <laughs> but anyway, back to my point about Ashton Martin. They knocked it out of the park. They did really well. The green works perfectly now. Mm-hmm. It's just the right shade of green. The Volt green um, accents and the logo and stuff looks, it just pops. It looks beautiful. It accentuates the shape, does everything that it's meant to do. Every color on that car, everything on that car, like in terms of sponsors, um, shape, radical designs, color scheme, it's all purposeful. And it's getting that perfect score of a 10 out of 10. And part of that is also because the biggest comeback in 2022, it's Seb's hair. Oh my god! Looking at watching Seb during that launch, <laughs> I I felt things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember getting the message from you like, Seb, longer hair Seb is really doing it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> I mean, how could he not, man? I will say it was a hundred percent better than, like, almost bald. Son. Yeah, it was. <laughs> no, but like, it wasn't even just the hair. He looked so happy. His eyes, like. It was just through pictures or whatever, but his eyes were twinkling. His smile could light up a room. I sound like I want to go on a date with Seb. And honestly, I would. (laughs) No, but Seb looks so happy. He looks like the epitome of joy. (laughs) And then he followed that with a pretty strong showing and testing. And holy shit, man. (laughs) Seb is not like... Everyone thinks, or not everyone, but like some people are speculating that this might be his last season and he might retire after this. And I really hope it isn't. I hope it isn't. Um, I mean, his contract does end. It is up at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. But I hope he renews or even goes to like another team or whatever. Like we lost Kimi last year. Well, I'm not going to say we lost oh. Kimi because, you know, he didn't die. He just left. But Kimi was done with it. The sport said goodbye to Kimi Raikkonen last year. And he was one of my favorite racers to ever grace a racetrack. And it's not that he didn't care. He cared. He cared enough to go 20 years into the sport and stay in the sport for 20 years. And he was quick. Like, I mean, in his prime, he was quick. And we also forget, he is the last person to win a Ferrari championship. That would have been a big, oh a my big God, yeah. on his shoulders. Oh, yeah. You know, the sport said goodbye to Kimi, and everyone's speculating that Seb might be the next one to go. I sincerely hope that it isn't, um, because he looks so much happier now. And here's to hoping that the Aston Martin can actually <sighs> deliver some magic. I'm just excited about the prospect of the season. Like, oh, it's going to yeah. leave me in shambles. It's going to be so hot. I'm going to need a cold shower after every race. <laughs> it's a good thing it ends yeah. in November because I'm going to need all of December. I'm going to need all of the winter break to process what's going to happen. Literally. If this year is even half as good as 2021 was, holy shit, we are in <laughs> for the rides of our lives. It's going to be Can't wait. <laughs> batshit crazy. And I cannot wait. But yeah, um, that is it from us. This, that is it from the Soft, Medium, Hard podcast. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, like, rate, review, do all that, please. We want to get this out to as many people as possible. 
like this is our contribution to the F1 community just as two diehard F1 fans. And we're hoping that we inform and entertain our adoring fans and listeners. We're here for the drama. We just want to bring you along as well. We're here for the drama and we want to share the drama with you. We're hoping for some some really spicy stuff. Oh yeah. It's going to be a great, great season. I've got a great, great co-host right beside me. This is going to be <laughs> an exhilarating ride. Oh, for sure. All right. And with that, we are done. We are signing off. Um, thank you so much for listening. This is just the start of something incredible. I can feel it in my bones and I cannot wait to go on this journey. Oh, it's going to be something else. And I can't wait to take all of you on the ride. 